0: And let's get this show on the road. Hello, everybody. I'm coming at you with another episode of the Illinois podcast. Today, I wanted to give everybody an update on the Illinois medical cannabis program. I also wanted to make an exciting announcement uh, regarding the Illinois podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you hadn't heard... Uh, from our last podcast, there's been a, a lot of issues going on with the Illinois Medical Cannabis Program. I plan to actually break do an entire breakdown. I've acquired some communication from the state. Um, this communication went to dispensary managers and it actually detailed the depth or the breadth or the extent of the issues, however you want to say it. Um, we've got a full breakdown of exactly Um, what happened, and more. So why don't we just start from the beginning, folks. So if you'll recall, um, the state of Illinois made an announcement a few weeks ago basically saying that the portal would be going down, um, that they were going to be making changes. Coincidentally, um, I had just communicated with uh, Bob Morgan, asking him if there would be an update um, regarding instant dispensary changes and uh, lifetime conditions it just so happened that that's exactly what this system was meant to deliver um, so so an email came out i think it was on it was around june 9th june 8th or so and it basically told people that the medical cannabis portal would be going down uh, that, that no new patients would be certified during the time period and that um, patients would be forced to stay at the dispensary that they had registered with um, until the new system went live uh, which was supposed to be on June 22nd so a week ago from yesterday which I believe is the date that we released a podcast um, you know kind of covering uh, exactly what had happened let me see I think that was on June 6th doesn't matter too much Um, basically when they went live with the system um, we started getting reports of patients being denied at medical cannabis stores following the launch of the new system Um, it seems like this error was caused by patients uh, trying to switch dispensaries using the new system because one of the initial communications that came out from the state is uh, a message that says it is imperative that dispensaries advise patients to not switch dispensaries at this time it will cause the system to see multiple accounts and then error out thus preventing patients slash caregiver from purchasing at either dispensary the new and old dispensary so that's kind of how it affected uh the patient right um give me just a second folks my cat just came in and now you can hear my grow room Room is really loud this is what you get when you listen to a live podcast right okay so the the extent of the problem though it was a lot more than just the patience the the whole fucking system was fucked and um <laughs> that that was a really professional and quaint way of saying it the whole fucking system is was fucked that's about the best way i could put it though because everything was broken i could get really granular and lead you, read you this line by line and i will um so just to just to really illustrate how much of this was was truly broken. So the Illinois Department of Health staff received an error when they were trying to upload documents. They were unable to search patients with the search tab. They were unable to search accounts using the manage users tab. They were receiving error messages when uploading documents, which occurred with the patient as well. The system was listing the username of a patient twice um, in the MCPP patient registration tab and then there were applications in which the processor couldn't select a medical condition for the application and those applications were migrated from the old system which i believe they call the cavu i've never heard of it referred to that way before but um that's apparently what it is um the system uh was not approving patients which you know um that was expected for the two weeks they made that announcement but once the system went live apparently once the review was approved the application remained in the provisional status which of course is a problem right Um, patients were unable to apply um, or log into the new system Um, i didn't even try personally i've still not tried i don't um yeah i haven't tried yet because i just wanted to wait until all this stuff was kind of like smoothed out um, as I mentioned at the the top of this conversation, patients were unable to change their dispensary. Um, they would received a they would receive an error message, and um, yeah, I guess Bio BioTrack just in and of itself was not working correctly with the system. So um, so yeah, just really quick, I'm looking at our um, our. Instagram live feed people are saying uh, we have a closed off industry in Illinois where MSOs helped write the laws to keep it that way you're absolutely right um i actually just posted um just a little bit ago on my Instagram uh Cresco Labs investors statement um in which they are basically it's a company brief and they say that Cresco is based in Chicago it's a leading US cannabis company <laughs> with experience management, access to capital, and a demonstrated growth strategy. The company focuses on entering markets with outsized demand potential, significant supply constraints, and high barriers to entry. Hey, McFolier Spray, you were right on the money when you said that we have a closed-off industry in which MSOs helped uh, helped write the laws to keep it that way. I mean, it says right here in Cresco's company brief, that they focus on entering markets with outsized demand potential, significant supply constraints, and high barriers to entry. In other words, the way that we've kind of uh, God, I'm putting myself on the spot when I when I do this one, but these companies look for limited supply, so limited licensing, right? Um, high population. That's where they that's where they find the outsized demand potential. And then they also look for places with high potential for tourism, which COVID kind of threw that off. But Chicago was, that's that's Chicago to a T, right? High population, limited licenses, and uh, high tourism. That's exactly what these companies, this is the formula. Um, I think grownin.com, they've got their own way of saying it. They call them the five Fouché forces of cannabis. Uh, credit to our friend Mike Fouché from uh grown in um so i've got i've gotten led astray um i want to get back to the topic at hand um so once this went down um you know the state of illinois sent out a few different communications i think my favorite one that they sent out because it was just so bold right like i couldn't believe that they actually said this they said while the majority of issues have already been rectified registered medical patients uh Still experiencing problems purchasing medical cannabis may purchase cannabis not strictly strictly intended for medical purposes at any dispensary, not just the dispensary identified in their account. Now, of course they could, because that's adult use cannabis, right? But the point is, we're medical cannabis patients, we should be able to purchase cannabis that is strictly intended for medical purposes at any dispensary, not just the dispensary identified in their account that's the way that it that it should be um it was really interesting to see sorry folks i'm all over the place i want to make sure that i made that thought um i wanted to make sure that i stated that thought in a way that people can take home so the state of illinois sent out a communication basically saying hey you know, yeah, our medical cannabis system is down, but that there's nothing stopping you from paying uh, the adult use taxes, right? And so it was really interesting to see that. There was, of course, a lot of backlash uh, to that statement, and, and it actually inspired some progress, in my opinion. Um, we saw a few companies, um, including Revolution and Curaleaf. Hey, credit where credit is due, Curaleaf you guys offered a discount to people that could show medical card, uh, their, you know, their medical card. You offered a 30% discount to, in order to offset some of the adult use taxes. And I think that that, that deserves some uh, recognition. So Curaleaf, Revolution Canada. Um, let me see. I thought there was somebody else that, that did it as well. Props to those companies that, uh, that did that. That's that's super cool. Uh, you don't you don't ever see anything like that um, here in the state of Illinois. You don't see um, people offering any discounts. And the fact that they offered this discount, um, you know, they offered this discount. The state, the st- what the state did and how they botched that delivery. That is arguably. Well, okay. I'm gonna catch myself here. I was about to say that it's not their problem, but of course, as we touched at the beginning of this uh, podcast, um, you know, this market was set up by the lobbyists that uh, that lobbied so hard to set it up, right? And so those people are um, members of some of these extremely capitalized cannabis companies, and uh, so I think you get where I'm going. If you don't. Whatever I can't make flu I can't make uh, I can't even fucking speak today. So thank you for for listening this far into the podcast. Um, so where are we at now, right? Where are we at now? Well, before we get to where we're at now, uh, the state did send another um, message out, basically just saying, you know, the developers of this new program ran an update to correct other issues, and it would seem that it has thrown the dispensary fix offline again. Um, so they had they had fixed it, but then they broke it, and then now apparently it's fixed again. Which is my update for you guys today. The state of Illinois has made a statement. It is on the Illinois Medical Cannabis page. Um, if you go to the if you just Google Illinois Medical Cannabis Program, or if you go to um, God, I can't think of uh, what the fuck it's called. Illinois Medical cannabis i'm typing with one hand program um if you google that you'll find dph.illinois.gov um i just wanted to make sure i got you guys the right website so if you go to the illinois .illinois dph.illinois.gov medical cannabis website you'll see a statement on the website that says um the, st- the state is currently experiencing an unexpected technical issue which is causing disruption to service for our medical cannabis patients. In order to rectify the issue, all medical cannabis dispensaries must serve any medical cannabis patient or caregiver that is active in the state's tracking system, Biotrack, until further noticed. No active registered patient should be turned away due to issues with accessing the patient's profile. Medical patients may purchase medical cannabis at any medical cannabis cannabis dispensary um you know uh, they're basically saying patient limits will still continue to be enforced appropriate taxes will be assessed for medical cannabis purchases um so yeah we've come full circle folks um it's working and it's arguably working the way that it should have been working uh the first time that we instituted the quote-unquote instant changes I was talking to Bob McCoppin, Robert McCoppin from Chicago Tribune last night. He actually just put, published a story on this. I had um, let me finish this thought. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Uh, I was talking to him about the evolution of this tracking system. So I don't know how long any of you have been patients, but but there's been a few iterations of this tracking system. So the first tracking system was done via paper. Um, You could file the change electronically or you could do it via snail mail either way Well, okay, so if you did it electronically It would take 24 to 48 hours for the for the dispensary change to register, right? Pre-adult use legalization um, Bruce Rauner expanded the medical program to include qualifying conditions such as PTSD uh, I believe it was Bruce Reiner. Now I'm now I'm wondering if I'm right on that. I'm just a mess today, people. So thank you for listening to the Chillin' Away Podcast. Anyways, before adult use, we saw a new update to this tracking uh, system, and it allowed you to register dispensary change and shop within an hour, right? So we've gone from 24 to 48 hours to an hour, and now this new system was supposed to be um, instant, It was also pitched as a system that would allow the consumer to just show up at the store, at least in my... This is how I understood it. It was pitched as the consumer should just be able to show up at the store with their medical cannabis card, and then they can shop. Um, That's not currently how it is, apparently, which is, I was going to say shocking, but that's how it was pitched last time, people. I don't know if, if you've been through the iterations like I have, but last, the last update, and I know my phrasing is, is extremely rough, but the last update that we saw to the tracking system, it was pitched as a way that, um, it was pitched as a lot, as I can't fucking speak, uh, Sandy champion, um, a member, a member of the Illinois medical cannabis community, or sorry, it's the medical cannabis community now, um, she helped to lobby for this change and she i've talked to her in the past and and she was totally under the impression that like i say pre-adult use legalization this instant dispensary change system where you just show up and you're allowed to shop that was kind of what they felt they lobbied for in the past so i was about to say that it's shocking that we still have to register dispensary changes but it's not because i've already been sold this lie before right so it is what it is um, we did, uh, I can't remember if it was myself or Chicago Dab Club, but we reached out to, um, shout out to Chicago Dab Club, uh, we reached out to Representative Kelly Cassidy about um, this dispensary change thing still lingering around, and she said that um, this new system will allow for that to go away. And by from that I draw that, yes, I'm correct, I'm still seeing it, Yes, it's still a thing, but apparently the system will allow for that thing to go away. So here we are. Um, medical cannabis patients can shop anywhere, right? Until f- further notice in which then they would have to file the change. And I've actually heard that that for some people that, that where their system is working, um, a dispensary has asked them when they've come in, They ask, hey, are you registered at this dispensary? The patient says, no, I was told I can go anywhere. The dispensary then asks the patient to file the change online. So in other words, right now where we're sitting is um, if they can find you in the biotrack system, but they can't necessarily guarantee you can get into that. Oh, you 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 shouldn't be listening to me, Siri. God damn it. Throwing off my fucking train of thought. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but Siri thought I was talking to her and uh, she responded to me. Anyways, though, uh, apparently there are people. There's like two boats that people are in right now. They're in the boat where if you come, they'll just let you shop there. There's another boat that I'm that I, I've heard at least a few people they've gone to the store. And then they've been told, hey, log into the portal, please file this change. And as soon as they filed that change, they were good to go. And that's the good news, I suppose. It's working. It's instant. Um, But again, I at least wasn't under the impression that it would work this way. I was under the impression that you just go to the dispensary, show them your card. They check that your allotment is, you know, that you have some allotment to purchase and you're off on your merry way, right? That's how I thought it would work, but that's not how it works right now. But again, ac- according to Kelly Cassidy, which I've been told this before, so we'll see. I'm not I'm not banking on it, folks. But uh, according to Ke- Kelly Cassidy, this new system should allow for the registration idea to go away. So uh, shout out to Bob McCopin from the Chicago Tribune. Um, he was one of the first journalists journalists that I've personally seen cover this issue if you want to read his article which i'm actually quoted in um, just search up uh, illinois allows medical cannabis patients to buy from any dispensary after computer glitch disrupts service that's the headline from chicago tribune and boy is it a mouthful but you know what i argue that he needs to add a few more (laughs) words to this headline because i've already seen a few people get pretty uh confused by this so i just if i didn't make it clear already you can't go to any dispensary and shop as a medical cannabis patient. You can go to any medical cannabis dispensary and shop as a medical patient, okay? You cannot go to an adult-use dispensary and shop at... Um, you cannot go to an adult-use dispensary and shop as a medical patient. I just... Got a question on the live stream. This is tough to do, but I do want to answer the question. Um, They asked, do you know what the law states about medical patients growing their five outside? What do you have to do to make your outdoor garden legal and 100% compliant? Um, Like another person is saying, it technically has to be in a locked room. Um, And actually we've seen the first prosecution for um, somebody growing outdoor. So if you want to read about that, um, we posted it on our reddit um, Let me see if I can find the headline But somebody actually was arrested um, Not arrested But they were charged um, Which is actually they got off pretty easily In the, in the case in, the, in, in this case Because I think they had like 30 fucking plants So um, They didn't just uh, They weren't just growing five Right so you can't, um, you can't grow them outside. Let me see if I can find this because people are asking about it. Rantoul, because it was in Rantoul, the toolbox as we call it. Rantoul woman fined for growing cannabis outside of her home. That's the headline from the News Gazette. A Rantoul woman who admitted. Uh, who admitted growing cannabis plants outside her house in september 2020 has been fined one thousand dollars julie perez 37 who listed their address which uh they put it right in this fucking article so i guess if you want to you know meet up with a fellow grower (laughs) look up this article because you can figure out right where julie lives She was originally charged with a Class 3 felony after members of the Champaign County Street Crimes Task Force found in excess of five plants, both inside and outside of her home, uh, during an authorized search on September 17th. That charge was dismissed in return for her her guilty plea. So, um, Perez did not have a license to grow the plant or a medical use card. Very interesting to see that she just got off with a $1,000 fine, because if I'm not mistaken, Illinois cannabis laws, if I'm not mistaken, there is a lot more room to punish this person. Um, Let's just see here and then we'll get back on, on topic. So if you have more than five plants, even if you have a medical card, you can get one to three years of of prison time and up to $25,000 in um, maximum fees, maximum court fees. So she got, she got off pretty easy. You know, that ain't bad. I, I didn't mention that she could have gotten a felony for this too. I don't know that she did. I think it said that in exchange for her plea, she just got a $1,000 charge. So folks, don't be an example um don't you just try to follow the rules you know you don't want to be used in as exam as an example for this person because then they'll fucking list your full name and your address in the goddamn news gazette you don't want that any- anyways though let's get back to the point um illinois is now allowing medical cannabis patients to buy from any dispensary after a uh, computer glitch disrupt service uh, any medical cannabis dispensary is the distinction i wanted to make because this is one of the few headlines that's floating around, and, um, I really think I should, like, send Bob a message saying that, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, people, you shouldn't just be reading headlines, you should read the content of the article, because the content of the article is correct, um, I believe, I mean, uh, most of the things that I read in there were correct, including the quotes that he loosely, loosely attributed to me, those weren't, those weren't my exact quotes, but they were, they were close enough to my quotes. So, um, it was pretty cool to see my name and the Chillnoid podcast pop up in the Chicago Tribune. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of what the deal is. So at this point, medical cannabis patients should be able to go to any medical cannabis dispensary purchase product. There's a chance that they're going to have you, um, file the change when you get there, but, but, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Um, now it's time for an exciting announcement for the Chilenoise podcast. Folks that are watching on Instagram Live, thank you for tuning in. Um, really excited to announce that every Monday there will be a new episode of the Chilenoise podcast. I'm not gonna put that in writing yet, but goddamn it, I just said it. I-, I feel confident enough that we can meet that goal. Uh, the goal is to have a more regular schedule so that you know. There's definitely going to be a new podcast every week and then and then some, right? We're going to put out some every once in a while to, like this where I just kind of rant and talk. So, Chilinoy podcast every Monday. You can expect uh, those episodes uh, to be less topical. I do want to say that. I want to set the bar for expectation. They're not going to be as timely usually um, because uh, we're kind of, you know, putting some interviews on backlog so that we can, we can make sure that you guys get a podcast every Monday. Right. So we'll be doing that with content creators, artists, etc. If you're a content creator, artist, etc., cetera, um, just reach out to me and we can get you on the show. And it, like I say, it'll be something that just drops uh, later on in the future. It won't, it won't drop is um, from your perspective as soon as we record it. So that's exciting. Now, you know that every Monday, not put it in writing yet so you can't hold me to it right <laughs> i'm just joking uh every monday i'm gonna try to get a podcast out for y'all uh, we've got a few weeks built out really exciting stuff um next week we'll be releasing a show with the disciplined stoners um last week uh we released or this week rather We released a podcast with Resonate, uh, Garrett from Resonate, and I just have to pitch this podcast really quick because it's something that I've talked about on the podcast a few times. Um, I want to promote this episode, is what I meant to say. Uh, you know, the first time I went to a legal cannabis state, I was really disheartened um, to see how much cannabis packaging was on the ground. It was just sad. You know, there's so much packaging involved in this industry, and so to get to the point Resonate is doing what they can to reduce, reuse, recycle these containers and, and packaging, and I really think there's a lot of room for somebody to do this same idea in Illinois. So listen to that episode and see if, if you're an entrepreneur, see if this is something that you would be able to do for the state because I see plenty of room for opportunity. Um, and I think that it would be good. It would be good for the state. And I think that, you know, if you listen to the episode, you'll hear that he works with cultivators. I think that it would be an opportunity for you, for an entrepreneur to get involved in the cannabis industry in a ancillary fashion. I think I'm using that word correctly, you know, kind of outs, they're kind of you know very important. I don't. Know, you get what I'm trying to say. You're involved in the cannabis industry. You got the contacts, but you're not growing the plant itself. You're just helping to reduce the waste involved in the industry, right? So, um, yeah. Every Monday, New Illinois Podcast. If you're a content creator, reach out. We'll get you on. Um, I don't know that I have anything else to say. I came at you super loose and super uh, scatterbrained today we've been traveling a lot i've been i've been doing a lot of drugs right been doing copious amount of drugs and you know the human mind it can only take so much <laughs> oh, i'm fucking around hey you know somebody in the in the comments they're talking about getting a consumption lounge license in chicago from what i understand um if you own a smoke shop already, like a fucking tobacco, you know, like a hookah lounge, you're able to open up a cannabis consumption lounge. Look into that. There's another idea for your for you entrepreneurs. Um, from what and the reason I say that is because from what I understand, the only two people that can open a consumption lounge are dispensing organizations so a dispensary can open a consumption lounge but if you op- if you own a smoking lounge already like a hookah lounge I've been led to believe that there's nothing stopping you from opening a consumption lounge and the the point I'll give you as proof is that there's actually been a consumption lounge that opened in southern Illinois I can't tell you what the name of it is off the top of my head but maybe I can google it southern illinois consumption lounge do you guys like it when i google on the podcast because i'm going to try to start doing it more um looks like on march 19th 2021 sessor's lunar lounge was poised to become Illinois' first cannabis consumption uh lounge um uh, it looks like it looks like I'm just sorry folks that are listening to the podcast and can't see these comments it looks like these people are talking about in Chicago itself so maybe Chicago has some sort of laws that that prevent um consumption lounges within the city uh limits um yeah somebody just said Chicago itself ideally which hasn't released their rules yet well fuck Chicago Jesus Christ Southern Illinois fuck Chicago what the fuck what does Chicago think, who do they think they are, (laughs) I don't know, I don't have anything really substantive to say, but that's, that's some bullshit If Chicago, the city itself, there's some sort of regulation, uh, restricting folks' ability to open a consumption lounge, like, who the fuck are you, so, um, anyways, at this point, if I keep talking, I'm just going to keep ranting and riffing off of uh, comments in the live stream. And that's that's a recipe for disaster. So I think it's time for me to shut the microphone off. I wanted to give you guys a quick update um, on the Illinois Medical Cannabis Program. I wish I could have made it a little bit more linear for you all. Um, if you have any questions, um, please go to chillanoid.net slash contact. You can fill out the contact form. You send it our way. I'll address it on the show. You can roast the fuck out of me, whatever you want to do, right? Um, send me some, send me some uh, communication. Um, and thank you for the f- person that just shout out to Lord Nero's Empire for saying a great listen. I, I would have guessed that people are probably gonna say the opposite because I was all over the place. But hey, maybe that's what you guys like about me. I don't know. So. Um, That's all I got for you. Chilanoi.net slash contact. Um, Keep your eyes peeled. We might just be doing a giveaway soon. Um, I think that's all I have for you. So I guess just uh, as a formality, if you want to connect with us on social media, which is where we make a lot of statements and do a lot of uh, topical coverage, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Chilanoi Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Chillinois State. You can find us on Reddit slash reddit We're about to hit fifteen thousand subscribers. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on in Illinois? 15 thousand yeah, fifteen thousand Illinoisans that you can network with, smoke with, learn from, chat with. Um, good things going on on IL Trees, our subreddit. So yeah, check us out on one of our other uh, platforms. I I guess and uh we will catch you we will catch you on the flippity flip as uh i think michael scott said so i'll end on that note take care everybody